Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstra. Welcome uh, to Brilliant Branding, another great week uh, where we take brands and we take dim-witted, sometimes brands, dull brands, uh, uninspired brands, functional brands, descriptive brands, literal, and we turn the lights on and we fire them up, right, Liz? Absolutely. Yep. And we give them best strategies to take what is maybe dull, confusing, um, not understandable, and make it brilliant. <laughs> and when you have something that's brilliant, it shines. And when things shine, people recognize them from a distance. Yeah, like moths to like a flame. Like moths to a flame. Yeah, but moths that doesn't to always yeah. <laughs> that doesn't always end well for the moths. So let's not use that analogy. So the like, let's think of it as a beacon of light. There we go. And a, and or a bees dark, to flowers. Bees to flowers. In the in the midst of a dark and stormy <laughs> night, they have a beacon of light. Yeah. So uh, in light of that, mm -hmm. you love this segue. In light of that, this week's <laughs> subject is probably one of the most common questions um, that gets asked by entrepreneurs, startups, people that are venturing into new, new business, which is just, what should I spend? How much can I expect to spend? What does it cost yeah. to brand my startup company, my new company? Uh, and what can I expect to pay? It's just, it's just a realistic thing. We had a client yesterday and they're Everything we said to them, they were like, yes, I need it, I need it, I need it. And their last question was, well, what is this going to cost me? Yeah. And we facetiously said, well, usually we're just handed a bucket of money <laughs> and we just dive and in we and just do it. take whatever we want. Yep, right. Um, I've, I've Blank checks, you know. almost never, ever heard that. <laughs> I had only had one client who one time said, no, I'm very limited. I only have 300,000. And then there was this <laughs> thud where I fell off my chair um, and I had to pick myself back up. And say say that again, um, but most people are you know either shoestringing it, um, trying to get started on limited funds, or they have maybe a decent sized budget, but it's just got to go everywhere. Yeah, right. You know, right? Exactly. They're trying to decide: should I spend it on my branding, or should I get a new floor put in my store? <laughs> right. Or, or oh my gosh, I'm gonna have all these marketing and advertising materials yeah. that I need to do. I can't. I need brochures. I need. I'm going to a trade show. That's my marketing budget. I can't spend it all on, on my branding. brand on branding. So what we're going to do, the good news today is um, we're going to give you the the stuff that both we do that we can do as a branding firm and why it's important. But we're also going to give you kind of the DIY approach mm -hmm. if, if you're on a budget. So this is specifically for smaller companies and we're really targeting startups. And these could be consultants, business service providers. We get a lot of this IT, medical, yep. um, professional services, and some retailers. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to give you the goods. So branding a business really depends on a number of key factors, starting with the definition of what you mean by branding. And branding is one of those words that's used a lot like the word media. Um, it could just mean just about anything, you know, a media buying company, a media talent firm, uh, media like newspaper. And when people say branding, it can it can mean 
just about anything to people. So what we start with a lot of times is what do you mean when you say you need help with your branding? And so we have to kind of look at that. Are we okay on time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, what we do is we kind of do an analysis. What is it, what is it you mean by branding? Well, for our purposes, we break it down into three phases. And maybe if you're thinking of branding, ask yourself this. Are you really thinking of the totality of branding or are you thinking of just one phase of it? Right. And the most presenting phase, the one that most people think is branding, and maybe they think of it as the totality of branding, is the visual part of it. And that is the company name that you see and the logo that goes with it and the tagline. So that phase one would be that you know just building that company name, and as a small business, that's the most pressing one. And how many times, Liz, have you and I heard this, where we'll say, "Well, I need this, and and I have a show in three weeks, and I need this because I have to start signing contracts." I need. I've heard this. We need. I'll say, "What is the, what's the driving force behind this need for a name?" And they'll say, "I have to have emails." That's yeah. That's a uh, current customer that we have right now. I have to have somebody it's send me confu- an email. Yeah, it's confusing if I use a different one and I then I start my, using yeah. a company one. Yeah. And if I'm with if I've told this person that I've got a company and it's in the formation and I send them my hotmail email address, <laughs> it's not very right. impressive. So those are very pragmatic and understandable reasons. So people need a name and with that often a logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll talk about that. The second phase really that really should go into your branding, if you're talking about how do I brand my startup, is you need to be thinking simultaneously, not just what would be a great name. Um, you And you can end up with, oh, well, that's that's a great name. It's memorable. It's short. It's easy to say. But it doesn't really mean anything. And it doesn't line up or convey your message. So a company name can say one thing and you can recall it, but then you'll find out painfully a year from now that because it was kind of misaligned, that people know the name, it worked, it got you to first base on this, um, people recall your name, but now they're they're always, I, when we went to the trade show, Liz, remember, how many companies had the word either chimp or monkey in them? I think there's three. I think there were three. And one of them was genius monkey. Yeah. And then, of course, this is a little easier to understand, male chimp. Yeah. But then there and there is yet another one. I think there was one with like ape or ape something. Ape or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's just a movement towards <laughs> towards that whole. It's those animal names, those, I guess. Yeah, they're taking over. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's too much Planet of the Apes that we're being taken over again. Yeah, right. So in that, you know, you just have to look at it and say, well, I like right now. I'm re- I'm remembering that I saw a genius monkey there, mm-hmm. but I, d- I don't remember what they did. They did swag. Oh wait, wait, no, no, no. No. It was Swag Monkey. Swag Monkey. That's what it was. Swag was Monkey, like, MailChimp. I think there is Genius and G- Monkey. There though. was. I still have their business card. Yeah. So, swag and that's Monkey. That very, makes more sense, I yeah. guess, because it's Swag. So, well, it's a little descriptive hybrid. Yeah, yeah. So, here's an example of, especially in the case of Genius Monkey, and it, if there's a name that works, I remember it. It probably was available. I'm sure they got the domain name. I remember it being something about lead generation or something. It's very vague to me. So... That's a phase one thing. They could have said, well, there we go. We've got our name and yeah. we've got the domain and we've got a cute monkey and we're all good to go. The second part of that, if you're doing a startup company, is to be thinking, what is it that I want that name to really convey so that the first conversation that I have, yeah, right, starting off, yeah. starts in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, genius monkey. Or do you guys do uh, something about intelligence? Is it business intelligence? Is it 
Right. Or is it goofy? You monkey around. Yeah. Right. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Or, um, so there's the the messaging and the positioning, which is based on what it is that you do best. We call ourselves tungsten. Yeah. Because wire in the light bulb, we want to talk about start the conversation about your brand's clarity. Yeah. We don't want to talk about start off with linguistic analysis. Right. We don't want to start off talking about, you know, the volume of name. We're not ton o names. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, our position, we don't we don't brag about we give you 6,000 names. We don't brag about we run it by 600 linguists in every country. Our thing is about does the name speak clearly? Yeah. So our brand reflects that. And the third phase of it, if you're talking about how much does it cost to brand my startup, is it's great to have a name, and then you've really locked down this position. Boy, this name works, and it, and it communicates. Mm-hmm. But then how do you – this is where the rubber meets the road, and sometimes we've seen a fail here too, haven't we, Liz? Where it's not implemented correctly. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I could see this genius monkey, and they're trying to be genius, but they added monkey, and now they're positioning themselves in sort of this innovative, like, cool. And I don't, to be honest, I don't, I don't know what genius monkey is doing, but. But we saw them, we got their card, yeah, I remember their name. the wrong way would be, it's like, well, where's the monkey fit in if they're trying to be this, like, cool, innovative, like, genius, like the genius bar at Apple, you know? Yes. And they're trying to be all of that, and then it's like, well, what's the monkey for? Yeah, and which <laughs> end do you play on if you play yeah. off both ends, and it's all about really serious intelligence, and it's really kind of turbocharged and mm-hmm. then it's funny at the same time it right. can be kind of diluted i'm not saying they're doing that right no but those kinds of names mm-hmm. um accomplish we're saying there's three phases to this it accomplished phase one so don't get caught up in the trap mm-hmm. of ticking box number one because you go i need branding and branding is only the two-dimensional aspect to you it's just mm-hmm. the name the logo and the tagline and when the pressure's on yeah because you've got a you've got a customer Liz that said hey we'll sign up with you guys yep. I'll meet you in two weeks at the trade show and we'll sign a deal you sound like what we need you think oh my gosh I just need a name yeah I just need a name yeah and then a year later you're going oh my god I wish I would have thought this through well it's because you didn't think through the messaging and positioning and then the third thing is it's great. You've got a message and you've got a position. But now how do you implement that? And how many times do you see where like, we had a social media company approach us oh, one time? Oh, yeah. I was actually just thinking this is a yeah. great example. So they had they had an interesting name. Uh, they had a message and how effective they were. And they had it all buttoned up and ready to go. And then they are they're like viral social media company. Mm-hmm. I went to their Facebook page and I think they had 200 followers. Right. And I'm like, you know, that's okay if you're in industrial cog design. Right. You know? Yeah. But you're a viral media company? Yeah. Well, then, I don't know, fake fake it. I mean, right. you know, go out and buy followers. Do something to make it look like yeah. you're actually good at what you do. <laughs> and also, I mean, visually, talking about brand implementation, I mean, I don't know if we're going to throw these people under the bus, but... I mean, their name. Let's not throw them. Yeah, we we, we 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 won't. never do. We disavow <laughs> this. These are not the opinions of yeah, Voice America. Exactly. Their name and the look and feel of the website just did not match yeah, at all. Right. It was very a harder name and a fun, festive website design. Oh, you're thinking look. of a yet another one. Yeah, there's oh. several in this space of, yeah. you know, marketing, digital marketing. Yeah. Where it's just 
we've got a kind of a web 2.0 name mm-hmm. and it's very aggressive and it sounds sharp and biting and the, yeah and then the design was like macaroni it, it was like confetti yeah with pastel colors yeah and the name itself was i mean just not fun and confetti like so all of those things really need to come together in a way and this isn't just one this is on yeah. several fronts we've Absolutely. seen this several times Definitely. and we all do it yeah. you know i'm not saying this to be critical no right because i had a point liz a oh, true confession yeah i had a point when i was starting off and i went through the same evolution it's just an evolutionary mm-hmm. stage it's just it's so hard to get all your your ducks in a row yeah but i had a point where I was working with my web development company, and I told them our message is tungsten, and I, I kind of had an implementation <laughs> faux pas. I kept saying, so the theme is this, and it's the light and whatever, and they just started adding light bulbs. <laughs> and, and more and There more was like a more. real light bulb, and then there was a clip art light bulb, and then yeah, there was... The incandescent light bulb. The incandescent light bulb, and then there was, I don't know, an LED bulb, and then... <laughs> By the time I got done, I looked at it in my site, similar to what we're saying with this company, and a beautiful site that they have. I would say I love both. I love the design, and I love the logo and the name. They just didn't match. You just got to bring that congruency Mm -hmm. so that they all support and they speak the same way in the same language. So this is very common. Lots of companies doing it. We've done it ourselves. And it's a constant state of reevaluation and saying, how do we get this so that everything speaks the same language? Um, and, and so that, so phase three is that implementation. It's making sure that the message that you're giving your name, Mm -hmm. your name makes sense with your visual design. Everything speaks the same language and Mm -hmm. you implement it well. And then whatever you say you're good at, you, you, you good, you're good at. If, if you are into, let's say SEO, you should rank for something, right? You should be good at SEO. If you're into branding, your site should look decent. Yeah, you know, exactly. So I am holding us and everybody to the same standard. So disclaimer there. So all three phases are necessary to create, communicate, and then sustain a believable business brand. So this is what we're just defining what branding really is before we say this is what it costs to brand. Right, because it's mm-hmm. so easy to go. Well, what is branding? Well, I can make it sound cheap if you only mean a logo. Um, in addition, for determining the cost of branding, the size of the company matters. So, a local company that's not as concerned with trademark, they know who their competitors are. They're not going to do linguistic analysis or brand name validation research and all these kind of corporatey things. Mm-hmm. The cost, of course, is much less than a global company that needs those things. We've had companies. They want to know in, in Chinese what the name could possibly mean in a derogatory sense across 30 dialects. Yeah. Okay, so for this reason, what we're talking about today is specifically small business and startup branding. And so for that, we the cost range on that we're going to say is generally anywhere on the very low end of like three or $4,000 up to a reasonable maybe $15,000. And for that... We're going to show you, it, it, it kind of goes from a little bit more of a help help yourself, mm-hmm. self-serve, DIY, you are your own contractor, <laughs> and you hire subcontractors, and we'll talk you how to walk through that to save money, because if you just don't have it, you don't have it. Then we'll walk you through some medium range options, where if you have a little bit more money, and then we'll take you to kind of more of a full service, but still, I think within a reasonable budget amount, if you want professional help. And we'll get you working a bit. So for the first segment here in the hour, we're, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're <laughs> going to let you know that 
you need to look at somewhere between three to four grand up to 15, maybe a little bit higher. And then when we come back, we'll discuss specifically what do you get for that and what is it that you have to do on the low end. When I hear these people go, well, what's the difference? We, I saw when we were looking up today, how much to cost does, does it cost to brand a business? One site just said 10 to 75,000. Yeah. Well, right. we're going to break it down today. We're going to specifically talk about small business branding. We're going to eliminate the big, the big. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk with smaller range, what you have to do to make it happen. So today on Brilliant Branding, we're talking about how much does it cost to brand and, and best practices. Absolutely. To correctly brand a startup or a small business and steps that you can take to make sure that your message is clear, concise, compelling, and consistent. We'll be right back on Brilliant Branding. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we're talking this week about small business branding. First of all, we started off by talking about what is branding so that we're on the same page. We've had people come to us and say, I need a brand and we'll say like a name change or a brand or no, no name. Well, then do you mean a logo? No, no logo. And their idea of branding was just make my site or something look prettier. Yeah. Do, or do something. Or make a story out of my or, brand. Or something. I can't make sense of my brand, so help mm-hmm. me. So we're saying that branding really is a, a three-phase process. It's coming up with the correct name 
and the visual identity. So the logo makes sense. It matches with the name. The name communicates your core value proposition that you message it correctly, um, that you don't just have an interesting name that leads nowhere, but it also um, points to the first thing you want to talk about. And I say that because we've had clients that have an interesting name. They have a brand message, but the message is, I named this after my kids. And then the conversation turns to, well, how many kids do you have? Well, where do you folks live out of? And, you know, that's probably not the best place to start, you know. Right. Well, we were in Arizona at the time. And actually, well, those kids are in college now. And, you know, so you want your brand to step off on the number one thing that you're good at. You know, why did you pick tungsten? Well, it's a light bulb, and we really believe in clarity and uh, turning on the light and shedding insight. We don't want to start off talking about something way down the line that has nothing to do with it. And that's why, again, we gave you, we're not ton O names, which mm-hmm. I swear some people must do because we get people saying, well, I talk to somebody else, and they say they give us a 1,000 names to choose from. And I'll say, <laughs> well, I'll do one better. I'll give you about 66,000. And they'll say, well, how are you going to do that? I go, I'm just going to mail you the dictionary <laughs> and just say our work is done. You there is a one. word. There is a word in that dictionary somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it communicates your core value uh, proposition. And number three, you've got to do and implement it in a way that's consistent with the name. And we all do this. We talk the first hour about sometimes we'll have and the disconnect really, Liz, is sometimes the design department doesn't talk with the original mm-hmm. brand branding people, brand yep. strategist. Yep. So they'll do what's trendy and colorful and cool, and it'll accomplish it. It'll look cool yep. and trendy. But then when you look at the name, does that look, design, and then fit with the with the name? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. if, if we uh, made our site all broody and dark because it was just the thing to do now, everything was grayscale, mm-hmm. but we were called tungsten, it would be kind of a miss. Yeah. Um, and, but maybe that's the cool thing to do right now. So don't fall for that trap. Make sure that your look matches your name and your messaging. Then yeah. we so how do you make this happen and what does it cost? We said for a small business, plan on anywhere from $3,000 on the low end, DIY, bootstrapping, to get there, um, you're working out of your garage kind of thing, up to 15, I would even say maybe a little higher if you can afford it. The budget-minded person, let's talk to that person that just goes, God, I love you guys, but I I just can't afford you right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to help you. Why? Because we're just those kind of people. We are. We just are. Um, For those startups operating on a shoestring, um, and there's a lot of them, don't give up hope. You have to do some of your own internal evaluation and exploration of your pivot point. Best practices are best practices. Do not skip this. Just because you can't afford a branding firm doesn't mean you can't look inside and understand what it is that's your core value proposition and build from the foundation of knowing who you are. And that starts with understanding your pivot point. You can go to Tungsten. Uh, branding and go under insights Mm -hmm. or you can just google it uh, discover your pivot point and empower your brand look up that article discover your pivot point it's what is it that you do your best when you're doing your best work with your best customer that's what you want to build on so before you go searching you go i can't afford you i'll find my own name your name still needs to be based on what it your core values and not on just what's available yep with that in mind um, and you know what makes you unique and different, and you've got a good sense of it, you can now go off and, and try to do this on your own. And I say that not facetiously. Some people really do pull it off. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you know that you can find names by going to various brand name sites or hiring freelancers to help you brainstorm names, 
based on a creative brief that you give them. And a creative brief sounds fancy, but it's just, here's what I want the brand to do in this order. Yep. Mostly I want it to communicate this, but it'd be nice if they got a sense of this and this. It's kind of your brand recipe. Um, if, so if you only have from a few hundred to a few thousand dollars to create your brand, try this. Here's some sources that can help you just generate um, names. Now, keep in mind, you're going to get the good and the bad with this. A yep. lot of this will be junk. But you can go to um, sites like CrowdSpring and just put up a, I believe you just put up a budget. And people will go in there and just kind of, to, to get the prize, it would just give you tons of ideas. It's a crowdsourcing site. Um, CrowdSpring, and I'm sure there's others. That so think about any crowdsourcing kind of thing. You put the assignment in there and you say, "I need names," and you'll get them like crazy. But you have to then look at it and go, "But does that fit my brand strategy?" Yep. And the mistake that people get into when they do it themselves is they'll get enamored with, "Oh, that's a clever name," mm-hmm. but clever for clever sake isn't necessarily it. There's a group I think out of Netherlands. We should probably call these people at some point. We've I know we've recommended them a lot. Um, very inexpensive frozen lemons. You might want to check them out. Um, I think their name is an example too of an intention getting name. I just would love to hear their next thing. You yeah, know, we, frozen you know, lemons. We take a we... bad idea and make lemonade out of it or something. Yeah, there's right. probably a story there. I know the guy Margo. No, I know the guys. I don't know the guys at Frozen Lemon, but I know um, the owner over at Brand Bucket, Margo. She's got a great site. I remember when it started off really small and it had a few hundred names. That thing has grown into a behemoth. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. Brand Bucket's got a few thousand brandable domain names. So you can click by industry and flip through that, and that will give you some ideas. They will sell you the name, and they will sh- sell you a logo that was put together with it. Yep. And a very short kind of like, this would be good for this industry. Mm-hmm. So if you can read into it, use your own imagination. And we've looked many times when we've said, well, we've exhausted all of their ideas. Is there a possible brand bucket name? Yeah, or just inspiration too. Or, yeah. Sort of like word parts or, yeah. So that's been a one. And similar to brand uh, bucket, there's brand paw, brand root. So yeah, people they're very kind similar. Of follow that, that model. So if you do that, um, and you don't go to Brand Bucket, but you go to some of these other ones, you buy the domain name, um, you'll also need a logo. And you can you can go to Fiverr. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this is I take issue with the name on this one. <laughs> F-I-V-E-R-R. Mm-hmm. So double R on that one. Design Crowd or 99 Designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not to say that that's the limit. There's logo works I used to use years ago. You know, 300, 200, you know, you can get $5, $5, you can get, but you, you tend to get what you pay for once yeah. in a while, there's a unicorn. And so that's what you hope for. If you're on a budget, you hope for the unicorn idea where it all comes together. It makes sense. It's coherent. It's cohesive. It's, this is why you usually pay a professional because we're thinking of these things all the time, how to bring the whole story together, but you can do this on your own. And sometimes you have to. So if you look at that, by the time that you go and you pick up one of these brand names for a couple thousand dollars, um, by the time you pay three or four or five hundred for the logo, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes you have to go to, and get the name and then go buy the logo. Yep. You're probably three, four or five thousand dollar range. Yeah. And that's you're just in phase one. That's the, the identity portion of it, not really the messaging. If you want to do it another way around, let's say you're an e-commerce site, you go, well, the most important thing, I've heard this as well, is we've just got to have a matching.com. Mm-hmm. 
we're a big, we want to start this big idea on the internet and it's got to be short. It's the whole IFY ending, right? Mm-hmm. Blankify, you know. Every, yeah, mobilify. Mobilify yeah. and, you know, yeah. we should just change our name to Namify. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Chargeify. Na- Namelify. Or Namely. Namelify. And Namely, I don't think it even does naming. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a thing. I just no, do that. It is. There is actually that. a name like <laughs> So Just add L-Y or I-F-Y. Those are some of the, the trends. That's all you got to do. But if you want to start there, you could go to Afternick. That's a group that that uh, we use quite a bit. Um, buy domains. I really like those folks. The names are very reasonably priced. A couple thousand dollars for decent names. There's a guy who's just been hoarding names. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. People <laughs> I read a lot of things about his uh, techniques, but he's able to just, he's massively scooped a few hundred thousand names. But I, I don't know. I don't have an issue with him. I think we bought a couple of names through him. Yeah, I will say there is a lot of times when we're looking through And we find and his I, names. And I find it and I'm like, huge and domains has it. Huge domains. Mm-hmm. So he's... Uh, so he must have some good ones. Then. He must, because he has a huge amount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, GoDaddy, which is just another huge site that has um, domain name auctions. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got buy now ones in there. It's, I find them a little confusing to navigate, but if you dig in there, you can find it. Now, here's where you're going to get. You're going to go in there. You're going to put a keyword in to buy domains. You're going to see, you know, maybe 80, 90, 100 available domains yeah. with some keyword that you think kind of reflects your core value proposition. You have to think, what well, does that work and does it make sense? But don't get enamored just because it's available necessarily with, oh, I found it. I found the domain. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm done. Yeah. Um, it, don't let the tail wag the dog. Even if you are really dependent on a domain name, don't make the domain name the thing that defines your brand. Yeah. I mean, the only exception to that is if you're Hotels.com and you just go, well, got hotels. that's all we're ever going to do. But then again, you go to Hotels.com, I believe they also now are trying to sell you flights and cars. <laughs> Probably. So I'm telling you that generic stuff always ends up coming back in. Yeah. Lastly, and I'll give you a little dirty secret uh, that I do, and I don't like to share it, but I'll share it. And everyone's <laughs> going to find out about it now. Yeah. But I use a site called Lean Domain Search. And what they do is they just take a word and they bang it against about 3,500 really popular words. And I've been I've been fairly lucky and when I'm really kind of stumped with, boy, I, I think this is part of what the name could be and it would really make sense, but I, I just can't find anything available to go with it. It'll give you, and it ranks it by popularity, the second word with it. And you can click it to make the word the front word or the back word. So these, this is kind of getting in the weeds here, um, but this is the stuff we do behind the scenes, and we'll go in there and we'll say, and we'll look through a few hundred names and say, are any of these worth checking out? So at this point, you can start. Um, so that, so that's that's your kind of your uh, do-it-yourselfer. Yeah. So that's you know, all of a sudden you go, well, geez, man, you know, I okay, you. Maybe I'll put it on my charge card. I'm not doing this myself. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like this is just too much or work. Or you try to do it yourself. Or you and try you to, and up. it just, it's going nowhere. You know, and how many times, I think with branding, it's not so much that people don't always have the money, it's that they didn't budget for it. How many things in life, Liz, come along and your sewer system goes up? <laughs> Who has the money to redig right. their sewer system? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody has the money to put on a new roof. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a $15,000 contingency fund for my roof. 
So if you tr- if you go, this is either too much work or it's too much thinking or I'm afraid that I'm going to do it wrong. I'll end up with an interesting name but a not matching domain and uh, the story's not going to be cohesive and you want some help. You can look for kind of ready-made names where the th- all the thinking's been done. Mm-hmm. Um, branding person's gone through. Uh, it's ready to go and boom. I mean, you're, you're out the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw a need in the market. We did. We did. And we said, why don't we take some of these names that we felt were really, really strong candidates and just pre-brand them. Our bridesmaids, we call them. Yeah, we call them our bridesmaids. <laughs> and a lot of times the bridesmaids should have been the bride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. we took our best bridesmaids and we created a site called Flip Switch Brands because the idea is you could just turn them on. These are people that they're in the mid-range it's maybe they've got seven, eight, nine thousand, ten thousand dollars, and they either either because they want to see it first, I want to see it and believe it before I purchase it, or I don't trust that that I'm going to get a name if I go through a process, or I don't have the time, or I don't know what I want. You can read it, and we pre-populated that with the entire story, the brand rationale, the taglines that you could use with it. We created custom logos for it, so it. There's another option. You can go in. It's kind of, we call it kind of a brand in a box. Yep. So if you're thinking about going in there, we don't have a lot right now. What do we have in there now? About 50? Yeah, I'd say about like 35. 35? Yeah. 35 or 50. Yeah, 35 or, or 50. 50. You know, same One or difference. the other. And we're adding them to them weekly. Mm-hmm. And if Hunter's listening to this and our visual designer in Charleston, I'm sure she's adding four or five today. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we've got her locked away. Just <laughs> you do not come out for lunch until you have another flip exactly. switch name. Mm-hmm. And we just thought that would be a valuable service for those clients that say, I don't want to go through a six week to eight week process and yeah. discovery. I think I have a good sense of who we are. Um, we want to go to market. We have a trade show coming up. We've had clients that, like I have a contract and I'm going to be well off if I mm-hmm. get this contract, but I cannot go to this trade show and sign the deal without yeah, a name. Without a name. Mm-hmm. Um, so Flip Switch, I think, is a great alternative to that. I would give you other resources, but I think we have hit a little a sweet spot in the market where there just isn't much. Right. Brand Bucket's got a little bit of what we do, but it's just the name and, and I, I think our logos, we just really pour over them. Yeah. And they tell the story and we create the entire brand rationale. Right. And the story. As well as the collateral material, which I think also helps with sort of what, okay, so we have a logo. What is it going to look like, you know, throughout our all of our collateral yes. sort of. The whole package. Yeah. So this is the brand in a box. It's mm-hmm. got the letterhead, the business card, um, the, you know, the compliment card, the PowerPoint head slide, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is like set me up, put me in business. I need to hit the ground running in a week. Mm-hmm. It's moderately priced. It's right in there about. 10 grand. And if you call today, we'll give you a discount. Absolutely, we will. Yes. Ask for our Brilliant Branding discount. Exactly. Tell them that you heard Heard about it on Brilliant Branding. Brilliant Branding. So that's your your in-between one. Um, So this is where uh, I call it like buying the model home. You go to the house and you go, God, I love this house. Yeah. And you go, well, the, the builder goes, well, we'll build you one then and we'll build it just the way you like it. And you go, oh, but I like this one. Right. Well, I'll just do this one. I like the furniture. I like everything. That would be me. Yeah, you know, it would be you. Yeah, it yeah. would be me. <laughs> I'm not figuring out my 
taste in design. I like this. <laughs> What's wrong with this one? Show, <laughs> yeah. show some other house. <laughs> Go to the people on the street and say, excuse me, our model home was sold and we have to use your house now. <laughs> so it's think of it as the model house. It's not going to hit everybody, but if you can read yourself into it, it might just be the thing that scratches the itch. So we've we kind of covered the do-it-yourself. You're your own contractor. You hire your subcontractors, and you have to get those subcontractors on the same page, mm-hmm. just like scheduling your plumber and your electrician. They can't all show up the same day and trip over each other. <laughs> so if you do it yourself, you can do it, but you're going to have to put on your little um, genius monkey hat <laughs> and think it through. Think about your strategy. Communicate it clearly to all these subs and then go through it. And you'll spend some time on this. You'll find yeah. out that it's not as easy as it looks. But you can come out. We've had a couple of people come out with great success on their own. Um, the, the medium range one is brand in a box, business ready brands. Take a look at those. They work or they don't. It's like going to the car lot, the cars. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to special order the car. It's got every feature I want. I'm ready to drive out of the lot. Yep. When we come back, we're going to talk about the third kind of range price range for small business startup branding. And that is having somebody assist you and have you work with it to create a very customized, Uh, brand identity that super serves your needs. So you've been listening to Brilliant Branding, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story, and getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, 
back to this week's program. Okay, so we're talking about branding your startup business, and we've given you kind of a breakout. of It's a three-phase thing. It's creating the visual identity, the verbal messaging, and the implementation. And you could do it on a shoestring. We've given you the range on that. Um, and, and resources where you can find freelancers and all kinds of people to help you. But the onus is on you. So don't come blaming us. <laughs> uh, we got some of our best customers who do that route and then come back and go, wow, you know, yep. that was a little harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes necessity is the mother of invention and you just have to do it. Mid-range is kind of a brand in a box kind of thing. And we've created a site for just that purpose, flip switch brands. You can go there, you'll either find it and you'll say, this is perfect, it's done, I love it, or no, I need something custom. And that leads to this third segment, which is, I need to brand my business, what is it going to cost? So think of it like almost like your kitchen. You're like, I don't want the stuff at Lowe's that's out on there. I want someone to come in and really, I want a custom cabinetry. I want it to look right in my house, I want it to fit, and I don't have a house where this is exactly happens to it's just like our bodies, you know, not everything at the store, just, you know, not everybody has a figure that just fits them off the rack. Yep. You know, everything off the rack just fits 100%. Yep. So you go to a tailor. Mm-hmm. So this is tailoring your that brand. And this is, again, for smaller businesses. It's a whole different world when you get into corporate America and the big sense because they, they have committees upon committees and it becomes a lot of consensus management. So we're talking about people that can pull the trigger, make the decision. One to three decision makers. One to three decision makers. They're starting off. They're a consultant, startup, business services, professional services, IT, medical, Mm -hmm. and they're getting into business, some retail. So in this level, you think, well, what do I get for that extra five or six or seven or eight thousand dollars that I that I can't get by a business in a box kind of thing, or I can't do on my own for three to four or five thousand dollars? What you're really getting is a process. Yeah. Um, Counseling versus self-help books. Yes, it's that's there. You go. Yeah. You know, someone actually hears your story out versus Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, that's a very good one. You know, instead of read yourself well. Mm-hmm. Um, someone sits down and, and handle, and a lot of times in that discovery process, we'll ask questions that will shift yep. a business owner to go, I've never thought of my business that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've been told over the years that I have an amazing gift for uh, seeing the obvious. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I sometimes will ask questions and go like, well, no one's ever asked me that. It's a pretty obvious question question to me right but I'll say it sounds to me like you're more into logistics than you are into the product that you're hauling around and they'll go oh my goodness you never thought of us as a trucking company but that's all we do is spend all of our time trying to figure out the shipping aspects of everything well could you ship other products than what you're shipping mm-hmm. and then they'll go well actually we've had several customers ask us if we would be willing but we always say no we we're shippers of this product yeah so and that's that product identified kind of, you know, blind spot people get, you know. So in this, we take people through discovery. So what do you get for this? You get a naming process. That naming process usually starts with discovery where we ask clients, well, you know, what is the presenting problem? What's driving this issue? Is it a trademark conflict? Is it a you've just tried, but you can't come up with anything? You found a great name, but it was not available. Um, what are the issues surrounding it? And what are the drivers? And when we have a sense of that, we'll usually send over a brand development worksheet and we'll ping our clients with questions like, if your brand, to help us understand what it stands for, if it had a spokesperson 
who would that spokesperson be? The beauty of these kinds of questions is if you straight out ask somebody, what's different about your brand? It's the same cliche answers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, typically, we're great. We're great. Um, we care about our customers. We're new. We're, we're quality. You know, innovative. We're innovative. Um, but when you ask people and you say, well, who's who would be the spokesperson? And they give you a really interesting person, you know, Gandhi. You know, yeah, that's more you, of a complex answer. Yeah, you go, Gandhi, I didn't see that coming. Or we had one person, Lady Gaga, or the Pope, or mm-hmm. a Tom, uh, here's one, we get Tom Hanks a lot. Yeah, we do get him a lot. He's relatable, and he's like this, and he's not scandalous, and he's, you know, he's, you know, uh, approachable, and you mm-hmm. feel like you know him. And so that tells me that the brand wants to feel that. Yep. You know? We'll ask, uh, if what what kind of hotel would you be? And there's a difference between the Ritz-Carlton and a Motel 6, even though Tom Bodette will keep the light on for you. At he, Motel will. 6. <laughs> he will. I like that. But um, you'll get a little bit more service at the Ritz-Carlton. So we take our clients through this kind of discovery process, and then we meet, and we just delve into it. So, And we ask Sophie's Choice questions. Okay, so if you had to quality and service, if you had to deliver an, a slightly inferior quality product, but you met the service requirement, it had to be there by a certain date, would you ship something that's not quite right, but you met the need? They needed it. There wasn't. Or would you disappoint your customer and not hit your target date because the quality wasn't right? And those are painful questions. That's why we call them Sophie's Choice questions because that's going to happen in real life. You're going to have a situation where you're either going to stand for quality or you're going to say, you know what? It's, we got it met, you know what, and we'll make up the difference later, but you needed this by this date and we got it there for you. Our service is what matters most. Or no, we're not going to ship it if it isn't right. Or if it's innovation, we'll, we'll put things in question form that something comes at the expense of something else. And the reason we do that is you cannot be all things to all people. Yeah. And so when you go through a naming process, it really drills down and it gets into what position do you want to own in the market? And that's that phase two stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not just your identity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What are you trying to own within your space? You're a restaurant, but what, what are you within the restaurant industry besides food? Yep. So we, we really drilled down on that. We also then look to create a brand rationale or story. And if you think of branding as just identity that's like coming up with a baby name you know we don't want to be the baby namers of the naming industry well here's a current one connor you know or jackson (laughs) or let's just take someone's last name right 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 right. because that's what people are doing now right it's popular Uh, it's popular everybody's using it addison so let's just uh go with the trends in the uh, of the time what we do is we say there is a name and behind that name is a personality yeah Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And more and more, Liz, that's what we're selling is the brand story. Yeah. And that's what gets you beyond a hello and into a conversation. What's it's yeah, it's what builds the connection between your customer, client and your brand. And, you know, and that's the part that says, well, then now now what? You know, you've told me this. It sounds to me. Well, that's interesting. So do you guys do this? Those are great names because it's leading you go. And in fact, we do. And this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And so it invites people in. Um, we had a, a client that we recently named Ember House, and it was about stoking the embers 
of these kind of financial meltdowns that people have been through or you know divorces or uh, business split ups mm-hmm. or partnership uh, has dissolved or and there's maybe there's hurt and there's emotional issues and the client wanted a more evocative name to where they could it, it, it lend to a story about how she really is and she's that caring person i love the story she shared i don't think she'd mind us sharing that she took one client out to a yoga class and said the first thing i want you to do is to breathe yeah you know i don't want to tell you what's you know, has the highest market return right now. You know, I want you to really breathe and I want to create a life with your money um, that brings you joy. Yeah. And not just a return for return's sake. Yeah. And allow you to make a decision in a relaxed state of mind versus an anxious state of mind. And then the whole th- the evocative feeling of rekindling, mm-hmm. that there's hope. You know, yeah. that you have these embers, but you know, if you have a fire and there's embers and you put new wood on there, mm-hmm. you're not new wood, but a new log on there, it, you can restoke some of those things. It yep. doesn't have to die out. And so if you go to the site Ember House, you see the kindling, you see this, they have an Ignite program now and they've built an acronym around it. It's their process. So that is the fleshing out and the 3D the 3D formation yep. from a 2D name yep. to a kind of a, a, you know, turning Pinocchio into a boy. <laughs> so that's exploration. So what we do is we look at the brand rationale, we take them through an exercise, and then we start actually looking at naming strategies. What is the best way to do that? And there's several. Um, and this is when you do it on your own. Most clients get stuck and they'll get in this rut and they'll say, I've come up with 10 names and they're all invented names. Yeah. Or, or they're those smashed together names. Yep. You know, we came up with QualiCore, mm-hmm. and then we came up with blah, blah, blah. Right. And you think, well, they just don't know better. Yeah. It's just, they're just smashing words together. Yeah, or they came up with all the other names everyone else has come up with, so they won't get a trademark or anything right. on it. Well, we thought of Summit and Apex and Pinnacle. <laughs> I had that said to a client one time, and they go, how did you know that? I go, because everyone thinks of those names. (laughs) Everyone wants to be at the top of the game. Yep. So we'll do that. Then what we would do is go back and say, well, based on this, let's look at all of these naming strategies and let's come up with a sample of several different ones that own this position that bring forward this idea. In the case of Ember House, this personalization, this warmth, this personal connection in wealth management. So let's look at ways to explore that through a metaphor through positive connotation, through an evocative name. And we present like eight to 10 of these names with logos, with taglines, with the whole story. And can you feel the difference in this whole kind of iteration of of brand development as opposed to what we started with, which was, you know, go to a naming site and have somebody dump 100 names on you. And then you go pick one out and then you develop a tagline with it. Mm-hmm. And then you go over and find a logo artist and try to explain the same thing. And hopefully they get the gist of it. <laughs> so it's a more cohesive thing. So think of this higher end range as being a restaurant versus a grocery store. Yep. We're going to serve you. We're going to take your order. We're going to tell you the specials of the day. <laughs> and we're going to bring it to you. We might even have a tablecloth with real napkins. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that's what that's in. We research the names. We look at domain availability. We look at trademark. We go to USPTO.gov, and we do some of that not-so-fun stuff. <laughs> and then we present them, usually in the form of, of beautiful web pages with temporary logos, taglines, 
and a brand story. And almost we've had clients that go in and go, well, you've shown me all these other companies that that I you know that are out there. I thought you're going to come up with names for me, and we'll say, no, 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 those are eight examples of what you could be. And they're so believable that they think that they're already existing companies. Mm-hmm. And we take uh, uh, then we go through a process of iteration, and we pick your top two or three. We'll iterate, iterate, and usually go through two or three rounds. So that's you're up there at probably somewhere 12, 15, 18, depending on if you have two or three decision makers. Timeline is probably, what, Liz, six to eight weeks? Yeah, if you're going to do logo development and all that. Yeah, and then that just depends on approval times. So hopefully we've given you a range today. This is very kind of um, smoke and mirrors in the branding world. You go in, you see these ranges, you don't understand what is the difference yeah, why? Well, what am I getting? For what am I getting? Extra money. And if there's a range, I'll just take the low range. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just keep in mind the low range is kind of a DIY approach. The mid range is kind of almost taking the uh, the, the the home that's already built, mm-hmm. um, the model home, and the high range is we're going to sit with you, customize it, take the time, and spend it with you. So if you're a small business person starting off, just look at three to five grand in the low end. Look at somewhere in the 15 or, or slightly more on the high end to customize and do it right. And hopefully this will help you budget, prepare, and really get the groundwork to build a foundational strong brand that will serve you for years and years to come. And if you have any questions, you can always reach us at tungstenbranding.com. And we've enjoyed this week's show. We hope you have. We hope you found it informative. If you have, share it with other folks. And we look forward to speaking with you next week as we continue our exploration into Brilliant Branding. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.